Sometimes you gotta go back to actually move forward. I don't mean all the way back to dental school. Let's face it, that was an awful experience. But when it's all said and done, you still have questions. That's what Paul and Justin are here for. To answer your questions as your dental business mentors. What's up, everybody? This is Dr. Justin. I'm here with Dr. Paul Edison. We're your dental business mentors. Keeping these episodes to 10 minutes, we did great on the last one. And we're hoping to be respectful of your time on this one as we well. We had time for the didgeridoo. 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 I'm <laughs> saying that wrong. Somebody's like in their car, like correcting me. Like, that's not how it's said. It's not Some right. Peruvian is choked. Or it's, what if it's not Peruvian? I thought you said it was a Peruvian instrument. I don't know what it is. It might be something. I might be offending somebody. I might be being offensive without knowing I'm being offensive. I'm sure I'm being offensive. Anyway, I'm going to look it up. There's a 50-50 chance at all times. Aboriginal people of Northern Australia. That's not Peruvian. That's not Peruvian at all, brother. No, not at all. Okay, I'm going to read the question. Here's our question today. <laughs> it's about, this is a good one because I feel like a lot of like new grads, and this was something that took me a long time to learn how to do is, there's a certain number that you're comfortable presenting, but then when you get like bigger treatments where you're presenting like six, eight crowns and you see it, like somebody presents like four veneers or six veneers. You're like, dude, why didn't you just do eight veneers? A lot of it's a fear thing is that we don't want to present a large case. And then eventually you get comfortable where you look somebody in the eye and you can tell them it's like $50,000 plus for two all annexes and stuff like that. So the question is this, this person's writing in saying, I'm having trouble presenting larger cases and multiple options without confusion. They're noticing their patients are getting confused. So this is on case presentation. So take it away, Justin. Okay. Top three reasons why they're confused. I see it all the time. Happened to me when I first started presenting this stuff 10 or 12 years ago, but we fixed that problem pretty quickly. The first thing is, if you haven't done a bunch of cases, I guarantee you, you're coming across as fairly unconfident. You're probably confused yourself in the way that you're actually treatment planning this stuff. Talking out loud, coming up with the treatment plan on the spot. You can do this option and then we can also do this and we might have to graft and there's a possibility that I might need to bump your sinus and yes. this and that and blah, 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 blah. Been I there. mean, your assistant's likely confused and they're listening to you all day long. So number one is the confidence with which you present a plan. Now, how do you do that? Well, the reality is the more you do, the more confident you're going to get right? Now, that's part one of it. But in terms of treatment presentation, you just have to practice treatment presentation. Do your treatment presentation in the same way every time. And before you go into an operatory for a big case, review the radiographs, review the clinical information that you have. So you have a very good idea of what this treatment plan is going to look like for this patient. And there's not four treatment plans. There is one. Yep. Okay, just come up with one. That's what I see, actually, quite frankly, is folks are just they're talking, they're treatment planning out loud, and they're just confusing everyone, including themselves. And then when the patient starts asking about questions or starts asking about other options, the dentist doesn't have the confidence to present that. So take a good course of program and learn all the didactic stuff and, and then take a live surgery program and drop 18 or 20 implants somewhere. There's a lot of them now. Go do that. Now you've done 18 or 20 implants. There's no reason why you shouldn't be able to sit in front of this patient and have a discussion about placing implants. It's going to improve your confidence, in my opinion, or at least that was my case. The second most common reason, you're using all a bunch of technical jargon, scientific studies words. Now, scientific studies, they matter once the patient already understands A, what the problem is, B, what the consequence of no treatment is, and see what the solution is that you have in hand, right? 
PCS. That's what we train all our docs with, just PCS and then stop talking, just be quiet, right? So if a patient has, they need six implants up top and four on the bottom because they have a denture that doesn't fit, well, you know what the problem is. They've come to you because they also know what the problem is. You guys share that. The consequence of that, they've likely also shared with you. I just can't chew. I just can't eat. I get dumb sores or whatever that may be, right? They've shared the consequence with you. Your only job now is to present the solution to that problem, right? And the solution to that problem is list that solution out. It's typically going to be four implants on the bottom and six up top and work with that. The third, the reason that I see a lot of doctors fail in this department is they do not have their team trained on how to communicate with patients on these procedures. So if I wanted slam dunk consultations, the first thing I would do before I even started doing free consultations is I would present the treatment modality as well as the treatment options to all of my team members. I would have them communicate those things to me so that I know they understand the value of this treatment. They can look for those things in the patient's mouth, right? And start setting up free consultations for me. Your patients that have already trusted you, who are in the chair, who come to your office, who see your hygienist, are more likely to convert than some random person who you marketed to and just showed up for this free implant consultation. So your confidence will start to go up. If you train your team and get the team to understand this, Think about how many hygiene patients come in that have like either one, two, three missing teeth, right? Or four or five different crowns that can be done in one sitting or uh, improve smile with Invisalign, whatever that may be, six veneers on the top, six on the bottom. I don't care what high value procedure you're talking about here. It's all the same, right? If the team does not understand the value and they don't know how to present it to patients, you are going to have an uphill battle, in my opinion. As well, you're not going to get the lowest hanging fruit in your office to present to. The lowest hanging fruit of patients already know, like, and uh, who have seen you before, right? They know, like, trust you. So I think training the team is number one. Number two, you have to assume that you're going to present and you're going to have less than a 10% success rate, okay? Like, don't be so afraid for patients to say no. Just back off. It's maybe next time, Okay. So volume of activity, in my opinion, is important. And that initial volume should come from your internal base, as well as your external marketing techniques as well. But as I said, ROI on internal, much higher. You're not spending to get those people in the door. They already know, like, and trust you. So that's huge. So those are the top three reasons. Now, again, to recap, one, train the team. Make sure you're leveraging that internal base. Two, you need to make sure you're not using technical jargon and and a bunch of terms that patients don't understand because it'll be way over their head. Three, you have to present confidently. And the only way you can do that is basically get your numbers up in terms of number of presentations and get your numbers up in terms of number of procedures delivered. You can tell right away when you're sitting across a dentist who's presenting, who's just got that vibe. They make you feel very confident in the procedure. They feel like you can trust that they're going to do a good job. And I don't even know if they are. It's just the way they talk to you and communicate with you that makes you believe that. And that takes practice. Some people have it naturally, okay, I will say, but it does take practice. And I think if you practice using scripts and things like this, you can do really well. 
Ever since we started using relevance online marketing, I could see a drastic improvement in our SEO. And we are ranking so much higher when searching for dentists in our hometown. We are seeing more new patients and certainly someone you should give a, give a look at if you're considering new marketing companies. Just absolutely awesome. I would recommend Relevance to any practice owner who wants to see what proper marketing can do for their office. I want to thank Dr. Paul Etchinson for introducing me to Relevance Marketing. They've done a great job, very thorough. I'm happy with the results. Thank you guys for all of your help. We never truly realized how powerful this could be. It's really changed our business for the best. I think they're definitely worth every penny. Easy to communicate with, easily accessible, does what I ask, and even shows me some reports when things are going a little bit off track and what they're doing about it. You know, it's just a level of service I just haven't really received from other marketing agencies. Since we've been using Relevance, we've seen a tremendous growth in our business. I would recommend their services to just about anybody. Search engine optimization uh, and getting your ranking on Google to be the highest it can possibly be. The efforts uh, by Relevance and their team and the efforts and the things that they've done with the, uh, the SEO as well as the social media. Highly recommend it. So what are you waiting for? This is Dr. Paul Etchison telling you to get a free consultation with Relevance. As a listener of the podcast, you get the first month free and there is zero obligation to continue if you aren't blown away. Make this the year you grow your practice to the next level. Go to RelevanceOnlineMarketing.com to set up a free consultation. That's RelevanceOnlineMarketing.com. I'm going to just kind of build off and just give a few more tips that I think is, I think it's really important to ask the patient what's important to them because when you're looking at, for instance, maybe like a veneer case or a cosmetic case or maybe a possible short-term ortho or Invisalign case, it's like, well, tell me exactly what you're trying to correct because I can help you. And for instance, what's come to mind to me is a veneer case consult I just did, but this patient has number 11 and crossbite. Okay. So tell me what you're trying to correct with it. She's, well, I just feel like it looks narrow up here. Okay. Well, you know what? Like I showed her how I can't really put a veneer that's going to give her acceptable outcome on number 11 unless I get it out of crossbite. So now we're talking about ortho. She wasn't planning on doing ortho. She was planning on just doing veneers. And I'm saying, I'm not sure I can get you a good result with this. So here's some other options because I'm asking her what is important to her. Is it important that that front of that tooth is covered to change the color or does she want the width? And she wants the width. I can't give her the width without fixing the crossbite. So asking them what's important to them. You're discussing a single tooth implant versus a bridge versus just leaving that thing. That's a dentalist space. Is it important for you to replace this tooth? Is it? Okay, cool. Let's talk about some options. Let's ballpark some fees about what we can do. Or let's just forget about it. And you can be somebody without a tooth back there. I'm not going to waste time talking to somebody. I'm going to give them a quick thing. This is what's going to happen if you don't. But we're just going to move right on. I see a lot of patients that have maybe an upper molar. They've been missing for a long time. And we're discussing, okay, if we're going to put this implant in there, we're going to have to do some grafting, some bone grafting. It's going to be an additional surgical procedure, a sinus lift. Start to finish, you may be looking at maybe $8,000 to go from nothing to tooth. Does that sound like something that would work for you? And I always just say that. I just want to throw out the high one. This is the best treatment. This is what I would do. And does it work for you? Because some people are like, $8,000. Dude, I thought it was going to be like 1200 bucks. Okay, now we're not even talking about the same thing anymore. You know. So then we'll talk about some other options. And I do the same thing when I'm going down the funnel of like you mentioned, Justin, I want to get them to one treatment plan. That front desk freaking hates you if you say, hey, can you show them with or without grafting, bridge versus implant, check with the insurance coverage and find out without a pocket. They don't want that. They want to know, 
what is the best treatment? And let's get them to the front with just like one thing. Now, occasionally you're going to have to present two treatments, but I think the more you present, the harder it is to zero in. It's harder for a patient to make a decision. So we try to funnel them. Is it important that your teeth stay in your mouth? Is it important that, because that's going to be a fixed versus a removable option, just things like that, trying to ask questions. And I think it's really important that we value what we do and that we're not scared. We need to approach every single person like they've got millions of dollars and it's not an issue. Money is not an issue to people unless we make it to people. And, and I, it is going to be, but I'm saying you will offend people if you approach it with thinking they can't afford it. You will never offend somebody that can't afford it by thinking that they can. So always assume the yes and that the person's going to say yes. And I like to ballpark fees on these bigger treatments because I don't want to waste time. And you would think of a near consult. I close veneer consults all the time. They're not long appointments for me. They're less than 10 minutes. They don't take very long. I talked to them about what they want. I talked about what's possible. Is the shade change important to you? Or is it more just about shape and making things look even? And then I show them some pictures and they go to the front. It doesn't need to be a long drawn thing because I think the longer you talk about it, the worse it gets. And I just, I love that you brought up the treatment planning out loud is, you know, we could do this, but then the risks are, we might have that. Well, then we can actually do it. Don't do that shit. And I've done it. <laughs> and, and I we hear all have. And, we Yeah, all we have. all have it because you are doing it on the fly. So that brings us right to 12 minutes. So I'll just pass it to you for some final remarks there, Justin. But yeah, we're- Well, we're, we're long here, so I don't want to take up too much time. But I do want to say that the only thing I'll add here is, as Paul said, it doesn't take much to create interest for Invisalign, veneers, or replacement of missing teeth. Quite frankly, that piece is very straightforward. Your team has to just simply ask and show the treatment options and show a few photos and patients are either interested or they're not. If they're interested, now it's free consult time. The doctor and their assistant get an opportunity to present volume and total number of presentations is the key, right? Lastly, once they leave your operatory and they're going to go talk finances, if you don't have someone competent up there that knows how to close the deal, those patients are walking out the door. So we haven't mentioned that, but that treatment coordinator function, someone who understands the finances, someone who can make that $8,000 affordable now because they can break it up over monthly payments or whatever, that is the individual who's going to help you go from doing one or two to like 10 or more in a month. Yeah. That's key. So make sure you have that person on board. For sure. Dentalbusinessmentor.com, $179 a month, no contracts. Check it out and learn more. Go see it and we'll talk to you next time.